0: Welcome to the Carl Vibe show and podcast. If you guys are watching online, I think I have two intros playing. Oh yeah. I always do this to myself. I have YouTube going in the background and I even told Cody and Satori before this, I was going to mess it up. I was going to have all kinds of things. You guys probably couldn't even hear that, but here we are live guys on the uh, Carl Vibe show. I'm super excited about this one uh, because Cody and Satori have been doing some really fascinating stuff. Um, We've been talking a little bit, but they've been implementing some theories and philosophies into their investigating that have returned some really interesting results that you could equate to a very possible contact with other dimensions or the spirit realm or even the deceased. It's very, very interesting stuff. Um, You just have to see it to believe it, or you've got to experience it yourself. Uh, I've been doing a lot more of that myself lately, getting out there in the field, uh, putting my money where my mouth is and getting boots on the ground and getting out there and doing it, doing paranormal investigating, exploring the region and trying to piece a lot of these mysteries together. And Cody and Satori have such an awesome Story of how they got involved in all this, too, and how we've all met and become friends. And now they're doing this as part of their life. And none of this is by coincidence. It's all for a reason the reason that we're all talking and that you guys are even here watching, uh, whether it's live or if you show up later and catch up. All of this stuff is a part of disclosure, all of this stuff is a part of uh, the spiritual movement and it's a part of all of the changes that you see going on in the world and what's uh, what everybody needs to learn and embrace. And I'm really excited about this because this is really important and cool, fascinating stuff. So without further ado, we're going to bring in uh, Cody and Satori, the paranormal couple, and welcome you guys to the show. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, Carl. Great to be back.
0: Did I smooth out that intro okay, guys?
1: You
2: great.
0: <laughs> so we got people in the comments saying that they've had a, a – over in Kentucky, they had a tornado last night and everybody seems okay and stuff. So we want to welcome everybody over to the comments. And Cody and Satori, you guys are here. And are you guys in the Haunted Museum tonight with us?
1: We are. We are. We are. Of course. Anything for you. We have to a have to special
2: Carl.
0: <laughs> right. So last time we had you guys on, we talked a lot about like these uh, objects that you guys have and that you collect in your paranormal museum. But more than that, than the museum, you guys get out in the field And I kind of want to just jump right into it uh, because everybody knows about ghost investigating and paranormal investigating. Everybody has their ideas about it. But you guys have started doing something really interesting that happened uh, natural for you guys based on your relationship in a strange way. And I kind of want to just let you guys tell the story because it has to do a little bit with how you met. And how you got started in the field, and how all of that happened. So, why don't you guys just tell us a little bit, uh, tell your story, and how all of this evolved, and then I'll just interrupt the heck out of you.
1: Sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I have been investigating for uh, about ten years now on, on a team-based uh, style, uh, doing a lot of private cases, and and with the TAPS team, uh, you know, the, the team that her father started, Jason Hawes, and um, I want to say probably about I want to say 4 or 5 years ago um
3: 3 yeah maybe 3, three. my times a little three, off. 4 it's been a while <laughs>
1: um it becomes a blur after a while so about 3 years ago Satori, uh decided that she wanted to you know join the tap scene officially officially uh, you know and start doing investigations and uh right away uh, you know we got paired up to to work together uh we, we never worked apart since she joined. And right off the bat, the first case that we worked together it was really active. And, uh, you know, everybody on the team just thought, wow, this is a really active place. And, you know, the same with us. This is a really cool place. A lot of uh, noises and footsteps and stuff like that, uh, which was great. And then the next case came and that one was also active uh, and which is extremely rare because a lot of people think, you know, especially when you're watching the TV shows and, you know, which we're involved in, but, uh, you know, the TV shows, they only show the best of what you get over a week span of investigating. So it looks like everything's happening right on cue, uh, but it's not like, that. It's actually, you know, really boring and time consuming to to investigate. It's very time consuming. So uh, to have two cases in a row that are really extremely active is extremely rare. And
3: then by the third and fourth one, we were starting to realize, wait, this is really strange. It's when I brush up against his shoulder, there's this loud footstep happening everywhere. Or it was only when we were together, nobody else is getting this no matter what they did. So we started realizing...
1: Right. And, you know, other people on the team started, started noticing that as well. Like whenever we would be, um, you know, paired up on an investigation, whenever we'd be called on to a case together, and work together, that's when activity would start up. So we started to uh, kind of experiment with it a little bit, uh, try holding hands and see what happens and and do some of the original spiritualist movement stuff. Uh, some of those techniques of, uh, you know, noises and wrappings and asking yes or no questions, one knock for yes, twice for no, uh, and then just kind of evolving off, off of that. And
3: then we really kind of sat down and we were realizing that this is when we ask for, this is intelligence. So we started, you know, coming up with a Um, an alphabet. We, you know, we said, if we go through the alphabet and you knock on these letters, you'll be able to spell out words for us and we'll know you're talking to us. So we, we asked questions we had to have been up for 24 hours straight one time when we first realized we could do this.
1: It was, yeah. So it was an overnight case and the rest of the team had, you know, gone to bed and we just stayed up and was like, wow, this is actually happening. And, you know, before this, Uh, I was always a very uh, technical uh, based person when it came to investigating very, you know, fact based and and, you know, very unbiased approach and and, uh, you know, just very data based. And uh, this kind of really opened me up to a whole different side of things uh, that, you know, I didn't think was possible to to be straightforward with you. I did not think this was possible, I and mean, we're not mediums in in any way. Uh, like we can't see spirits or or hear them. Uh, but whatever is happening, I, I truly believe. That, um, you know, when certain living energies meet, I think when they fit together like a perfect puzzle piece, I think maybe that's like flipping on a switch and maybe that draws uh, spirit in a little closer or whatever's out there a little closer, you know. So
3: we kept it a secret for three years until more recently when we realized, hey, we're not asking for money for this from the people we're helping. We're not trying to make anything off of this. We're just trying to help people. So we decided, you know, get it out there and let people know that this is a thing. Maybe we can help more people.
1: Right. And, you know, the strange thing that's been happening is when somebody comes through, I mean, we can go to a location, nothing will happen. But when somebody comes through, uh, it's usually somebody uh, who has a specific message for somebody else that's living. And that's the only people that come through. Like we can't call anybody that's on the other side to come through. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll just be investigating and somebody will come through and say, hey, I'm looking for this person. And then they'll have a message that makes sense to that person. Uh, and it's amazing the results that happen. I mean, spelling first and last names, going through the date alphabet. Date of
3: death so we can verify it to the people that it's meant for. Things like that.
1: Absolutely uh, bone chilling to me uh, because I, I just it's just, you know, it's it's. It's something else to witness in person. Uh, when you're right. there, feeling the vibrations of what's what's happening around you, the footsteps and everything else, it's just it's just unbelievable. And then when it all makes sense and find out that you know this was a real person, this person lived, had a life, and he's reaching out from somewhere, uh, right. that's just unbelievable. Unbelievable!
0: Yeah. When you're able to actually validate the information back because the communication is so clear and so direct, like almost like a spiritual Morse code that you guys have developed with the interaction, it blows my mind. I'm really excited to share the clips when we get to that point so everybody can see it. You know, and everybody's going to have a lot of questions about like how it all happened and how that evolved. But that's the whole thing is you guys started off with that equipment base, especially Cody you know, yeah. you want you go into these scenarios and because they're criticized so heavily and because the the mindset is you're going to go in there and debunk it and everybody expects that you're going to go in and you're going to prove all this wrong. You're going to make sure it's not rusty pipes or, you know, loose nails in the floor yeah. and things yeah. like that. You have to go through and deduct all of that down and then you start loading up with all this equipment because you want to get the scientific facts, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but what's so amazing about this is what's happening with you guys flies right through the middle of all that and threads the needle and goes right into these like esoteric truths that you read about and hear about uh, underneath it, all these spiritual truths, which has to do with the two of you somehow in a relationship became energetically quantumly and, Tangled, And that has created sort of like an amplification to the paranormal or the phenomenon in a way, because it's not just like your perception is opened up and you guys are, are hearing the knocks or hearing replies, everybody in there, including the camera filming it is catching it all like it's actually happening and responding,
2: mm-hmm. it is. you know,
0: so okay. how long did it take you guys to realize, you know, like, cause you go in and you're like, wow, this environment's really active. And it's hard to finally catch on that. It's like, wait, every time that we like touch, this is yeah. all of a sudden, boom, yeah. like picking up. So like, how did that happen? Like
3: August is when we it first happened, because that was the first day we went on a case together. August the first time. of uh, 2018.
0: 2018. Yeah,
1: that's when the, that's the first case that we worked together. We
3: weren't dating each other. We just first met. We were just friends. And and that's how our relationship started. We were just friends. And I don't know, it took couple months
1: it took afterward. a while and i don't know what made us hold hands or so the, the interesting thing is you know it first started with holding hands and that worked uh, but now we've kind of evolved to wrists so she'll grab my wrist like this and that seems like a better
3: or even a hug a hug Hugs may work work too. too yeah so
1: it's it's very interesting and i forget how we got to that point to try doing that i don't know if somebody recommended it or um
3: because i brushed up against your shoulder i i would like nudge up against your shoulder just in a friendly way and then it would happen so then someone was like well what if you hold his shoulder hold his hands things like that and that's where it started to really yeah
1: however it happened it's just something with with connection and and it's Mm. almost like a circuit that's the only way that's the only way it can be described is that completing the circuit when we when we connect, uh, which is, you know, we just can't explain it. We have no idea how it's happening or why it's happening, um, but it makes sense. And right. um, and we definitely uh, know our boundaries with it. Like we don't want to abuse it in any way. Um, you know, we, we definitely I mean, we're not we have nothing to gain from this at all, uh, you know, we're not, you know, we're not one of believe those
3: types. Believe us if you believe us. <laughs> right.
1: And, you know, we have a lot of friends that are mediums and, you know, that's their profession and and that's what they do. And we just don't fall into that category because, um, you know, it is something that, um, that you know, is controlled in a way, uh, yeah. but then again, it's not controlled because we have no control of who comes through. Uh, so we're not the type of people to start booking appointments with different people and stuff like that. It's just not something we want to do. We don't want to make any and money off it of it. All day. Or, that's
2: just
3: not what we do.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, so it is, it's just an amazing thing that we're still learning about. You know, I think this is just the beginning. Uh, it's been about three years and I think it's still the beginning.
0: So you've just brushed against shoulders and then realized that suddenly you heard something bumping and then it, it started with experimenting, like holding hands, Yeah, sitting there and then holding on to wrists. I know the videos that I've seen, it seems like, uh, Satori, you're holding on to Cody's wrists yes. and it is almost like completing some kind of a strange positive to negative amplifier in a way and that is so funny because it's almost like are you guys doing anything going into it like mindful wise or meditative or anything to build that up individually or
1: yeah one thing i will say is um sleep has a big part in this like Mm -hmm. if we if we haven't gotten sleep uh it's it's almost like a battery drain uh, type of deal. Like if we Mm. don't get a good night's sleep or if we do it like three days in a row, it's almost like the battery is going down more and more. And we always
3: set out good intentions while going in. We're like, okay, this is what we want to happen. We're respectful about it. We're not going to be greedy. If we get something, we get something. If not, we don't. So we always put out good intentions, but yeah, definitely things like that. And, And if we're, we're not on our best, then it won't happen on our best. Definitely.
1: Right. Right. And you know, like, like I said, it doesn't, Like it doesn't happen on on command either. Like if we go to a place that uh, is said to have activity, then, you know, most likely something might happen. Somebody might come through. Um, But there are times when we when we tried it and, and nothing has happened just because I don't think anybody's there to talk. And it seems like like I said, there's always a direct message that needs to be needs to be said.
0: Yeah. And then you guys don't even pick, you guys just start asking questions. It's not like you're there channeling a specific entity or doing some kind of a seance or Ouija board type thing. You're literally just touching each other, basically holding hands. And that somehow is creating an etheric or aura field in the environment where the spiritual comes through. And if you're not getting rest and all that stuff this goes back to every ancient spiritual teaching that you come across and it's so simple it's so straightforward and and uh like it, it boggles my mind mm-hmm. um so you sent me two clips yeah i think like when i watched uh the other podcast that you're on where you shared it i was dying it was like a half hour in and I was like, come on. So I don't <laughs> want to do that to everybody here. So I think it would be really fun just to show everybody the clip. Okay. And if for some reason the audio or something isn't working, uh, I'll see if you guys can pull it up on your end, but okay. Okay. So I've got this first one here. It might try to start, start playing right off the bat here. Can you guys hear that audio? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to play it. Uh, and everybody can experience it. And we'll just watch this first clip through and see how this all plays out.
2: Yeah, I moved this one already. Ooh.
3: Okay. If you're here, can you stop your feet as soon as I make contact with Cody? Ready? I wanna show them something. You ready? All right, all right. So, quiet,
2: quiet. Please, can I get attention?
3: Please, you can stop. Thank you.
0: I mean, it it literally sounds like uh, almost like a a Tesla coil or something. Like when you when she touches you, it's like a almost like an electrical tick 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 yeah. but it's where is this thumping occurring where are you hearing this is it in the walls or the ceiling or the floor
3: the floor mostly we have gotten it on walls on certain occasions but it's mostly the floor you'll hear them walk in from corners mostly we don't know why yeah. um and they'll move around us it sounds like somebody walking or like a bouncy ball bouncing all around us and right. moving around it's yeah. very interesting we've
1: done it outside before and, it, and it's come from the ground um we've done it in places where uh, Um we've done it in places where um uh where we've had people on the floors under us and above us and people under us can can you know look up and actually
3: outside uh, everywhere, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it'll move around the room. Uh it'll it'll usually corners are a big thing, which is weird. Uh come in from corners.
0: From out of the corner of the room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Doesn't always happen. Um, but uh corners seem to be a popular place where you hear footsteps. Like a meeting
3: place where they yeah.
1: No idea why.
0: That's really crazy. It seems like they come from like a counter space or any sort of like a pocket or like an empty space, like the space between the floors. Mm -hmm. Cause you said you had people even downstairs and you, you hear it in the floor and then they hear it in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So unless somebody's within that, like, six inch gap of pipes and insulation and in there, <laughs> trying to listen like it makes no sense right like yeah it
3: makes absolutely no sense and as soon as we stop touching it stops 100 you can't hear it anymore
0: yeah okay let's watch yeah. it again so like this is what this is what you guys are showcasing here first of all what place is this where are you guys at we can't um,
3: give that information. yeah i don't
0: know can't if we can
1: share that place uh it, it's obvious that it looks like a lodge somewhere uh but it but um but we're still um, contacting some living relatives that of, of spirits that we brought through that are trying to give message to, to them. And um, so as soon as we contact them, then I guess we're okay to, to say where this place is.
0: I see. Yeah. Okay. Let's watch it again and then we'll pull up a uh, clip two Cause that's when it starts to get like inner really interactive and interesting. I mean, this is interesting, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's check this out again. Yeah, I moved this
3: one already. Okay, if you're here, can you stop your feet?
0: Okay, Wait, why did you say, ooh? Was that (laughs) because you heard the first knock?
3: (laughs) Yes, because as soon as I touched his hand, somebody was already there and ready to talk. So I heard them run in and I got really excited. So I wanted to show people that this is what happens when we only touch. I got excited.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. That's so funny! Ooh, like you should make that a ringtone, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, whenever she calls you on the phone or texts you, just makes that sound. Yeah, I moved this one already. Okay,
3: if you're here, can you stop your feet as soon as I make contact with Cody? Ready? I want to show them something. You ready? all right
0: all right so it's what? like it's excited you know please?
2: can i do attention
3: please you can stop
0: like can you imagine can you imagine if you were in a spirit yeah if, oh, if yeah. you if you had just been in this space and suddenly you had this opportunity you'd be like oh Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, that's the energy that you feel going on here, which is why you're like, "Woo!" Like you right. sense, right? We we've had many times where you know we
1: get questions from the other side asking, you know, how is this possible? They
3: ask us. They're like, "Why am I here? What's going on? Like, how am I? talking How are
1: you to able you? to hear me? And finally,
3: um, you're able to hear me. That's what gives me chills. Yeah.
1: And it happened at one of these places. I think at the place where these videos were filmed. One of the, one of the how questions that possible? were asked: How is this possible? And uh, which,
0: you know, gives me chills right there. Like how they is don't possible?
3: even know. So how are, <laughs> how are we supposed to know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So there are people that own the house that live there. That So they've been experiencing stuff. And then you guys come in there and it's all of a sudden in, engaged and communicative and yeah. like actually responding. So now that everybody has heard just the initial interaction, that kickoff of involvement, where it starts to respond and you get the initial knocking. Uh, I want to pull up. The second clip that you sent, Uh, is this in the same place, in the same house?
1: Uh, I think it's the same location. This is the same location, yes. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's see. Yep. This will pull up. Okay, now this is, oh yeah, it is the same place it looks like. Mm-hmm. first of all uh how many other people are there with you would you say because there uh, is a lady over here
1: yeah there was yep. probably about i want to say five 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 people all investigators taking uh, notes
3: to make sure we didn't because it's a lot of spelling after a right. while <laughs> we had
1: about four cameras running because they had they had you know they obviously know that we we do this and they wanted to cover it from many different angles um to show the people that you know own this location and and um in case anything happened and obviously stuff happened. And uh, like I said, we're in the process of contacting people um, that are still alive, family members, uh, you know, to, to show them this stuff, you know, that's so
0: interesting. You guys aren't taking your shoes off or you're not sitting yogi positions or anything, or do you have, we
3: have taken our shoes off and we've done it sitting down before. It's just lighter for some reason, but we can do it with shoes on and off.
0: Yep. Have you had other people come up and try to hold Cody or have Satori hold their wrists and things?
1: So yeah, so that's an interesting point.
3: Yeah, so we've had people um, come in and say, okay, what happens if I only hold one of your hands? And so we'll have somebody hold Cody's hands and then somebody hold my hand separately and it won't work. Um, yeah. But we've found that if somebody holds our hands and they stand in between us and we are holding each of their hands on either side, it will still work. It's just like a, it runs through them like a circuit. It'll right. still work as long as we're in contact somehow.
0: See, now, this is just a little side thing and we can delve into this. More more after watching the clip but i wonder if the kind of the truth behind this energetic connection and how this works like a dielectric circuit system with the spirit realm or like an antenna frequency in a weird way if this is why we have this kind of echoes within religious and the occult and stuff with all these secret hugs and handshakes Mm -hmm. and different types of uh I know prayer circles are a thing where people hold hands and they sure. do seances or you know, and try mm. to do this channeling. And it all has to do with the connecting and holding hands or secret handshakes or hugging and weird things like that. Yeah. And I've always wondered, what does that have to do? It's like I get like it's within secret esoteric groups that they're trying to do secret handshakes like a clubhouse. But I wonder if there is some spiritual part to this you know that has to do with the way that you guys are interacting how you're holding each other how she's holding your wrists right and how that somehow is a combination like a formula uh within the the ether that like amplifies that in some way
1: yeah oh absolutely so. I definitely believe in like the whole co- collective consciousness theory and and uh, I think being grounded uh, to the ground is is a big part in, in all of this as well um, the
3: brain may play a big Role too. Because hmm. It's just really strange. Right. We don't know what our brains can do.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe this this whole uh, thing is is something that's really like uh, overlooked, and maybe maybe everybody is paying attention to the to the technology a little too much and stuff like that. You know, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows?
0: Yeah, maybe that kind of this type of involvement needs to come in the forefront, and the technology then surrounds that to kind of yeah, like you get you know. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's check this out because this is really really cool. Here, we're gonna watch clip two.
2: Are you with the lodge one for yes, two for no? Yes, okay. So I was wondering, could we get maybe a first name? If I go through the alphabet and I get to the letter of your name, you knock and then I'll restart and we'll spell out a name, okay? So I'll start going through, are you ready? Give us your first name. Okay, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, J, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, O, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Jonathan? No, A B C D like, E F G <sighs>
0: H I J K L. I love how you can sense the personality. Yeah. Like When you guys are like, are you ready? He's like, ready. It's like yeah. you can almost get a sense of, let's go, like, almost, be- like, oh. Okay. Everyone's different. <laughs> you get, like, a, almost a sense of character. Oh, absolutely. So crazy. Okay, let's keep going.
2: L, M, N. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah just John oh I'm sorry (laughs) could I get maybe a last name with that if you're comfortable just so we can know okay a b c d e f g h i j k m n n o p q R, r a b c d e f g h I J K L M N
0: O. Oh. If this a, is B. if this is faked, this is the dumbest, worst fake ever, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so like you're just holding his wrist. Like, no.
3: Wouldn't you think we'd make it a lot more
1: cool?
0: I, <laughs> I know like... you would. I know you would. Yeah, it's
1: it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's just
0: so simple
1: it is mm-hmm. so crazy okay let's
0: keep
2: going c-d-e-f-g-g <laughs> okay john rogers well it's very nice to meet you john
0: a full name Did are you looking for somebody
2: one for yes to for no can you do that again that's alive okay can you give me their name so i know who to look for was it the last name rogers too okay first name a b c d e f g h i j k l m a a b c d e f G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-A-B-C-D-E-F-G. What Marge? No? <laughs> she Mar- so right. is it? Right? Marge. Okay. It's so clear. Margaret? 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 Okay. What do you want to say to Margaret?
0: He's like, how do I, how do I tell? Oh, did something happen in the museum behind you right there? Yeah.
2: I heard we something heard a wrong. noise.
0: <laughs> okay. Because before we started this show, I had a thought. I was like, it would be really interesting if like, while we're doing the show, if knocking started or know, something right? like, but you're right. It doesn't happen like on demand. Like, yeah, it's, that's true. There's, there's a, something that has to have a purpose. So, okay. Let's let it keep going here.
2: You tell me how many words. Okay. First word, how many letters? I. Mm-hmm. No. A. M. Okay. Okay. I'll see if we can pass that message along for you, okay? Okay, we're gonna take a little break, all right?
0: Sounds like it's walking okay, around. Bye. <laughs> right, yeah, break. Uh,
2: so john rogers is looking for margaret, margaret rogers. rogers
0: there he is
3: we found somebody had researched the area and found him and his wife or wait I what
0: know. i didn't see yeah. that yeah. part
1: that's him yeah and uh he's a real guy he he's was a real, a real person. person yeah and you know three different people came through that at that, that location that had passed on and were confirmed uh, with full names um They had to go to
3: the, the owners of the place, you know, to the people that are there to look into it. But yes.
1: yep. And then, um, and they asked for living family members to give messages that, you know, to them saying that, you know, different things. So, um, that's what we're in the process of doing is, is trying to, you know, reach out to those people to, to get those messages across, but he wasn't the only person that came through at that location. And usually that's the case. Uh, if somebody's coming through, usually there's multiple people.
3: We got some very specific names. Really? So we just chose the one for this video. That was pretty easy. Cause you know, there are going to be some people that are going to try to, mm-hmm. you know, look up and get into that. So
0: <laughs> John, John Rogers is an easy short one and verified like <laughs> yeah. right off. Yeah.
3: Like John Smith. ever It's very easy. Yeah.
0: So yeah. you're able to look up John Rogers and have you looked up and confirmed any of the other names that came through as well?
3: Oh, yeah. Every the owners one. were able to, yep. The owners of the people there were able to find it.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And they came in and asked questions that only they, they knew the answers. Yeah. To. And, and, um, like for this gentleman, they asked, you know, uh, cause Do we you remember
3: never, being a policeman A policeman,
1: and he says, no, I was a fireman because they were trying to ask a trick question and, uh, and, what? you know, that was the right answer. I'm a fireman. And, And, you know, he's wearing his fireman uniform right there. Um, So, yeah, it was it was just unbelievable. There was one time where uh, one of the the spirits that came through was looking for a gentleman that was there. He was living, but outside, uh, standing outside of the place and says, you know, can you go get so and so outside? And uh, so somebody goes out and sure enough, he's standing outside and comes in and goes, this guy was a mentor to me while he was alive. He, you know, he was a mentor to me and meant a lot to me. And um, it makes sense that he's looking for me. So they had a full conversation. The living gentleman had a conversation with his mentor that had passed on years ago in 2017, I think it was. Um, and uh, and you know he needed to hear that. He says I've been waiting a long time. I needed you know closure to get that. Wow. Uh, so so that's why we've been doing this. And to put a price on that, you know, to put to charge money for that or something like that, it's just it's just not in our. It's just I would not never in charge
3: our... anybody to talk to their family if there's ever a chance of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I could never put a price on that. I always think, you know, if that was my grandfather and we have talked to our family members, I mean, you know, Satori's talked to her grandfather a few times that has passed on. And, and I've talked to my grandfather a few times that has passed on using
0: this method. You guys have really, yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they tell me to stop being a brat or something like that if I'm being a brat. So yeah, we talked to them. (laughs)
0: Wow. So you guys have just basically sat like long hours through the night and just communicated with the, with this, do you have to be in this particular place in this house or has it, have you been able to?
1: Yeah. So in, in this, in, in my house, I find that one Section one corner of the house seems to work better than anywhere else. It's the, it's the loudest there, it's the most communication there.
3: We've done it here, we've done it outside places. You know, we've done it at the Conjuring House, yeah. I know, um, outside. Was,
1: yeah. Brittany, I believe, was there. It and, sounds
3: similar, yeah. it just sounds like if you were to be stomping your foot on grass, so it sounds similar. We've done it, um, a lot of places. It works if somebody's there, it will work if they want to talk,
0: yeah, absolutely. So wait, how does the knocking work on the on the grass? Like you're out on the lawn and you're hearing knocking? We've, how does yeah, that work? Yeah, we've
3: done it on concrete, on grass. You'll hear what sounds like walking. It just sounds more echoey and it sounds like a thump, a thump outside, because it sounds like if you were to take something and start hitting the hitting the ground with yeah, it. Yeah, like it take a rock and like hit it. the ground. That's and, what it
1: kind of sounds like. Yeah.
0: Just like somebody's energetically uh, uh, trying yeah.
1: to yeah. 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 And I, I don't I don't know if it's If it's, I mean, I definitely think it is. I always thought at the beginning that maybe this is a spiritual sound that's just happening, uh, but you can feel the vibration. I mean, people said that they feel it under their feet. We've done it with deaf
3: investigators and they've put their hands on the ground and they've been able to feel it. And it's so interesting to see how other investigators feel it, too.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, definitely something to. uh to see in person, because, like I said, it, it brings that whole new element, a whole new dimension to it. Because you have direction. You can we say, can you walk around the room for us if if you can, and they'll do a full circle around everybody. We let
3: you explore. We it's it's harder to see it on video because you only see one angle of it, but yeah. it's different in person because you can actually see it and feel it. Right,
1: and we're not trying to take advantage of them by making them perform or anything like that. But um, but you know, it, it's very interesting for us after so long for looking for this stuff to have it happening right in front of us.
3: We now. always ask for permission. Yeah.
0: Well, they obviously want to, it seems like as yeah. soon as it opens, as soon as the environment is harnessed, you know, then, I mean, I literally just had this pop in my mind. Cause I've, wow. I've had these meditative experiences and visions where it was like, that was the purpose of the pyramids was to open this realm. Like oh, for believe- the entire civilization, And it was like tethered through the world. And that technology was like what you guys are doing with your bodies and your consciousness. These like pyramids and ancient locations, they were trying to do as a civilization. You know, Uh, I I don't know. It's so fascinating to me. But you guys are going into this room. And so you've you don't get to pick who comes through, but you've actually had family members.
1: Mm -hmm. We have. Yeah, we didn't, we weren't asking for them. They just kind of came, they just kind of came through. And this was in the stages where we were just still experimenting with it and say, all right, let's hold hands and see what it happens It kind of now. verified
3: for us that it's somebody, you know, what? because uh, we were a little skeptical at first. I mean, if I was from the outside looking in, I wouldn't really believe it at first either. So oh, when yeah. my family was coming through and they were telling me things that only I would know, it was, it was a good feeling.
1: I remember at the first, you know, few locations where we just thought it was really active places. I remember looking around in closets and everything else, seeing if somebody <laughs> playing a joke on us when somebody uh, gonna
3: be coming which, out from the prank
1: it was just crazy because i you know at first i thought well somebody has to be in the basement or something knocking on the ceiling with a broomstick or something uh because it was just it's just things like this do not happen in the paranormal and i've always been taught right. if it sounds too good to be true if it looks too good to be true then most likely it's not true uh so we've always you know we've always had that mindset um so you know when we couldn't figure this out, it just definitely it blew our mind, um, blew the laws of physics right out the door. Uh, it's just it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
0: What does it? What does this mean to you guys? Because I mean, so many people they approach this from different perspectives. There's people that are afraid of dark darkness or dark entities or of this being demons. I mean, have you guys had any kind of bad experiences or anything negative happen?
3: Now, we say we don't really feel much when we do this, but there was one case um, where we felt that somebody was coming through was more negative. Um, it's just it, it made us feel sick. It, it sounded a little bit different. It made us feel a little bit sick, a little bit paranoid. And so what we do in that experience is we instantly know we care about the safety of everybody around us. So we instantly break it off. We take a break for a little while. We reconvened at a later time and it was completely fine. Mine. It was family hmm. members. It was somebody else. So for those that are people that are afraid that everything we're talking to is negative, um, we, we've we practiced with this enough and we've experienced the difference. So we know. Um, and also, if this is something very negative and it's your somebody coming through saying, hi, I'm your aunt so-and-so, I love you, and then leaving, that is the silliest demon I have ever heard of in my entire life. <laughs> so that if that makes you feel better, um, we, we know.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, at this point, uh, currently, I mean, we've we've done this for a lot of a lot of individuals. And I know some of them are in the comments. I know, Brittany, I, the first time we met her, uh, I know, I think her said her grandmother came through and and was saying things to her. Uh, so, um, yeah. And that was that was one of the things that we, there was an event at the Conjuring House that we were invited to to come out to. And, you know, there was a bunch of people there. And I want to say. I it had to be at least five people there and had messages, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just kind of went around the room. If knocking starts happening and we're like, okay, are you here for the house or are you here for somebody that's in the room? And, you know, Satori would just point to the people. And, and when you get to the right person, they'd start knocking and, Brittany was one of those people and uh, you know, the first time we meet her and her grandmother's coming through and and spelling things to her, uh, which definitely brings closure to a lot of people. It means for us Um, that we can help
3: people. That's what it means for us. We're not trying to gain anything as long as we can help as many people as possible. That's, that's our goal.
0: Has it been, uh, has there been sort of like a radius around where you do it? Meaning like the names that come through seem to be like people that lived or died locally, or have you had any names or, people come through that uh, seem to be like far away or totally unrelated to the area
3: we've had people from locations come through we've had people f- with the people that have come to these locations come through i mean we've gotten readings with names we've never heard of before come to find out they lived in australia or greece or some some place like that so so these names were not something that we really knew of so it usually comes with the person or the location we've had one or two cases where somebody from a different area that said oh i passed away recently down the street i just noticed this and i wanted to come check it out we've had that a couple times right. too and then-
1: we'll start doing research and find out geez they did live up the street you know you, have, you, have, <laughs> you can look at the records and find where they lived and stuff like that which is amazing uh but we've we've traveled you know to you know different states and it seems to work you know wherever we are but it's like i said it always seems like there's a person that the message uh is for we can't and promise
3: anything to anybody
1: it seems like everybody uh that we've given the message to um they're open to accepting it uh, which is really interesting as well, because, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that are total, you know, 100% skeptics. And if we went up and said this, they would, they would not believe it at all, but it seems like right. everybody, and there's been a good amount of people. Uh, they're just like waiting for that message. Like they, they've been waiting right. for it for a long time and now they got it. And a and lot I- of, a lot of the messages are, I love you and I'm okay. And, and things like that. So I think it's just closure.
0: It's exactly what Brittany just replied talking about her, her grandma showing up when you guys did this all together said that, what uh, Satori and Cody don't know is that my grandma and I had a falling out prior to her passing. I can't express how much hearing from her meant to me, wow. you know? So it's almost like these, like you know, like Brittany grandma came along for the ride. We would maybe people give that a bad nickname, like a hitchhiker or something following you around, but these are family members, you know, yeah. what's yep. interesting is like, is, um, and this is like a total jump, but like I had, uh, Caleb Bench is the one of the security guys at Skinwalker Ranch. Awesome. And he he told me on the show that when he started working there, um, that his family back home, clear back home, started having knocking in the ceiling, all mm-hmm. over in the ceiling and in the walls, and had a whole bunch of different stuff. And it wasn't even him there at Skinwalker Ranch. It was his family back home. And somehow this connection, it makes you wonder if his involvement there at the ranch and his connection with his family back home. Mm-hmm. And then his deceased relatives or their deceased mm-hmm. relatives suddenly that have this opportunity and they can't help it. You know, they yeah. start knocking like, Hey, 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 we're yeah. here. And it's like um, interstellar, you know, where he's like trying to yell through the bookshelf, trying to reach out yeah. and get attention. Mm-hmm. Like this is real. The spirit realm is here. We're not gone. It's just right. these, uh, strange uh, situations that occur where you guys are able to come together and it creates like a waiting room environment for this to occur.
1: You know? <laughs>
3: Something yeah, like that. <laughs>
0: absolutely.
1: And, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, a lot of people's passed on family members are, you know, always watching over them. And that's the why it seems. It seems like a lot of family members are watching over people that still, so, you know, are, are on, earth living their lives you don't
3: need us to know that right. that's the thing people don't need us to know that they get signs yeah. in other ways this I, is just a more
2: concrete absolutely sign. i
1: think they're always reaching out and i think a lot of people may overlook those signs um if you're into the paranormal, uh, like your friend at, at Skinwalker there, uh, he was, you know, right there involved with it. That door has already been open to him. So he's mm-hmm. always, you know, he's he's that that part of his brain is open to listening for those sounds and stuff like that, uh, where if it might be somebody else who really isn't into this stuff, uh, they're not really paying attention to it. You know.
0: Right. Has there been any involvement with the devices and the technology added on as a supplement, as an augment to it. So as you're holding on to Cody's wrists and things uh does the rim pod do they like to work with the rim pod or is it just the knocking do they like the toys and the interaction or how does that usually work
3: interesting is it's a hit or miss but more recently we were testing with technology um the other day actually and what we noticed is k2 meters for some reason they'll go off in the direction where the footsteps are coming in which is really interesting um also from time to time the rem pod if, if we set it between us or we set it around us it'll go off it's almost like it's picking up the energy from what we're doing or somebody mm. walking in so that's really cool it's nice to have um equipment back up what we're doing too
2: right
1: yeah yeah we set it right in between the both of us and and it seemed to have been going off when the knocking was happening which was which was interesting uh and then we tried to we tried another thing with audio we, we held an audio recorder and uh would would say okay we're going to ask you a question uh we're holding a recorder uh can you try to speak to us and you know We'll give you like 15 seconds. And then uh we 15 seconds of silence you start hearing knocking like crazy. And then when you listen back to the recorder, it sounds like there was just interference throughout those 15 seconds. And it was it, we maybe didn't a get tiny a
3: tiny voice. Yeah,
1: maybe a tiny voice. It wasn't nothing big, uh, but it sounded like there was some sort of like white noise static coming through uh that you know normally shouldn't have been happening. And as soon as, you know, we said, Okay, time's up. And, uh, and then it just went away, which was, which was interesting. I think there's still a lot more testing that needs to be done in that area. Um, which is, you know, where we're kind of getting to now, uh, before it's just been building up and trying to see, you know, what, what this, what's going on and trying to gain trust with, with, with whatever's happening on the other side. Um, to, you know, there's definitely been questions that we've asked that we kind of hit a brick wall with. Of course, there's a lot of questions that you want to know about the afterlife. And we've tried asking uh them, and a lot of times
0: it'll just be like, nope, not gonna tell you. And yeah, I, I don't know. You'll find
3: out when you get here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. So you so if it if you guys ask questions that aren't about kind of what their purpose is there to deliver a message about, then it's kind of just closes off or like. So like, like, give me an example of something where it's going along smooth and then you ask like something that is just like shuts the door.
3: We'll ask what the other side is like, you know, give us a description. They won't really say anything. They'll say you'll figure it out when you get here. That's the funny comments I like when they say things like that. Like you can wait.
1: Yeah. One thing I will say is multiple spirits at multiple locations have called the other side uh, a, a good, good place.
2: place,
1: the good place or a good place. Uh, they'd never referred to. You know, they never, we never gotten any specific names as to what it is. Um, Just good place is the good place, a good
0: place, you know,
3: Yeah. Yes, that's really interesting.
0: Isn't there a TV show called that that kind of makes fun of? <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, the Good Place, yeah. Really, it's, it's so, called yeah. the Good Place, and it's a lady who is supposed to go to hell, but is accidentally gets sent to heaven, and so she doesn't fit in, and she's faking it the whole time, something oh like goodness. that. Maybe they were onto something.
3: Maybe <laughs> they, they, they accidentally <laughs> <absolutely laughs> got it right.
0: <laughs> that's so crazy. They just call it the Good Place, but what's yeah, this is the,
3: the
0: so they don't it's almost like uh, they don't want to tell you. It's like they, that's so fast. What we know
3: is that this is our job. This is something that they, it's almost like something that we were given in order to help do something for them is what we think. We weren't directly told that, but that's what it seems like it is. Um. So that's pretty much all we get. Like, this is your job. This is why you can do it. Don't misuse it um, and just do what you're supposed to do with it. And uh, we, we haven't asked any questions about it. You know, we're just like, okay, we'll do what you need us to do. That's fine. And that's what we've been doing ever since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it.
0: So is there any particular spots or locations that seem like they're peaked already or like they're more amplified from the get go and some places that seem to struggle or like locationally, different i'm just trying to probe at this from different angles like does it have to do with the geology and the environment because we all have these questions like is the environment saturated with the energy that resonates it and contains it like a record or is it are we creating like a waiting room and they're just like living in this other dimension alongside us you know like i'm just trying to Figure that out. So, do you feel like there's a location that has to that has been stronger? Yeah, uh,
1: I definitely think that places of historic uh, significance, uh, places that have been around, especially in New England, we have a bunch of those places uh, dating back to you know 1600s, and in some locations that we've been to, um, where there's been a lot of energy that's lived there over the years, a lot of people that's lived there over the years. So, the chances of somebody coming through, at least with the location itself, are much higher because there's been a lot of people that have come. But it's also crazier
3: because it's older languages and older terms we have to learn and, and things and they'll like talk that. that
1: way which is interesting as well they'll talk in the period uh language like
3: at the conjuring house it took us 10 minutes to realize that we can't call the basement the basement we have to call it the cellar or else they won't they won't oh. so things like that so it's it's interesting in that sense too
2: yeah
1: it's weird and we have found that they have you know they have learned over the years it's like they're listening in uh because you know we did Uh, One location and we, we, you know, a team that we also work with, Rise Up Paranormal, uh, they've done a lot of work at this one location in Rhode Island. And um, they've always, you know, uh, you know, tried reaching out to what they believe is a little girl that's there. And, you know, we went in, confirmed that there was a little girl that lived there. She said her name. Um, Her mother came through. But she lived... I want to say 1860s, in 1860s. Yeah. So uh, and she keeps referring to teddy bear, teddy bear, teddy bear. And, um, you know, that wasn't a thing, a term that that she would have known because, you know, teddy bear became popular when President Roosevelt came into play. So right. um, so the way she we believe that she learned that uh, was by us showing it to her and saying this is what this is, and then she starts repeating that, and we get Teddy Bear on audio. But New now.
3: England's a big hot spot. We have had it once or twice out west, though. We have, I, we haven't been out there enough to know yet, though. I don't, I don't know if the geology has a play in it just yet. We don't
1: know. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's still a lot left to figure out.
0: Do you feel like the, based on your experience with this, like the more recent souls that are deceased in the, in the room are there with the ancient ones or the much older ones, like alongside, like, I, cause I'm trying to visualize this, like is, is James, the firefighter standing there across from like some civil war guy and they see each other, but they're on a different wavelength or, you know, do they, do you feel like they're, they're interacting and cutting each other off in the same room or are they in different planes, but you guys sit in the middle?
3: We've had newer passing people come through and talk about like, oh, there's this person here from you. And it's somebody that passed away in the 1800s, you know? So oh. it, it, they acknowledge each other. They do acknowledge each other. I don't know if they're always around each other, but they know of each other.
1: It depends. So like like I said, usually the people that come through are there for a living person. Uh, so a lot of the people that we've talked to have passed um more recently uh, because it's people that the person had known in life. Uh, But there have been occasions where uh, somebody's like great, great, great grandmother uh, would come through, uh, somebody that the living person didn't even know existed, like didn't even know their name. Uh, And then they have to go back through genealogy and say, okay, this really was a person and they really were my You know, third great grandmother. Uh, So I think it depends on the person uh, that comes through because, you know, and that person had to live, geez, in the 1800s. So I think it depends on the person and and what the message is. Uh, In that case, that was a case that really happened with one of your family members
3: Mm -hmm. uh, and one of my family members had to go back and look and find out that his relative was, Mm -hmm. you know, from so long ago was there and it took us forever to spell out her name. It was very long, but it was interesting. It was interesting to have to look back into the history and figure it out.
1: So I think anybody can come through as long as it has a connection for the person, you know,
0: you see that it sounds so familiar to these, cases that you're hearing a lot about now where people are doing past life regression, like Mm -hmm. reincarnation type experience work. Mm -hmm. And I almost wonder if, if we're all coming at this same phenomenon from just different uh, approaches, like if under hypnosis, when you suddenly click in and start recalling what would feel like you're in a past life is really one of these spirits being like, here's my chance. I've got an open Conscious brain that I can just shoot my information into. And just like you guys are doing it through knocking in the environment around you, I wonder if the mind opens up and there we perceive it like a past life experience, but it's really actually someone else's spirit or soul that has this opportunity uh, to use a mouthpiece or something. Uh, or I don't know. Do you, what are you, have you guys thought about that at all? Or so you guys are totally. <laughs> I know
1: it's definitely, it's definitely a, a plausible theory for sure. Uh, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, we, I mean, I, you know, I've definitely been into the whole past life thing and and stuff like that uh, to a point. I, don't, I I haven't gotten too deep into it. I've gotten into it as far as the cases that have been documented, especially with children, when they start yeah. talking about, you know, Amazing I was on things, the Titanic
3: you know? and things like that. Like that's interesting. Yeah.
1: I love the stories about people that weren't really important. Like I was just yeah. a farmer, you know, somewhere in in Kansas. And and you know, this was my family, and I died in a fire and yeah. I from a out. seven-year-old. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's a, a spirit reaching through, and, and maybe that's we don't. Have, I don't know. We don't, don't have know. all the
3: answers because it would be right. it would be ignorant of us to say we have all the answers for people. It would be very ignorant of us to say that we don't have any of yeah.
1: the answers. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's just it's so mind boggling to me. It's like whenever you play those clips, I it's still unbelievable that it's happening because um, you know it's been like three years, but it's still new to us, which is amazing, and and right, it's just unbelievable. I've been looking for it for so long, and now it's right there.
0: It's crazy. Right. I feel like a uh, part of my role is I kind of sit and I like I talk to you guys as the paranormal investigators, and you guys have stumbled onto this. And then I have other friends that are up at like Blind Frog Ranch having these phenomenal experiences, and they talk to me about what they're doing. And then I go out and have my own experiences meditating in these primitive locations and things, and 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 there's some thread that connects all of this, um, that everybody's experiencing through the, the spiritual, their religious encounters and experiences all the way through this. And I'm to the point now to where it's like, I'm over the idea of like, is this real? Is there a spirit world? Is there an afterlife? I'm like, okay, like I, I'm convinced, like I've had my own experiences that there's, there's really not any doubt to me. Sure anymore now it's just a question of like how do we tackle all this and how do we help everybody understand it and open up to this and and i don't know how to say like because immediately your instinct is to to warn people be like be careful be careful but honestly this is like grandpa you know yeah Mm -hmm. this is like your relatives coming through and we're all like terrified of this because maybe somebody really primitive comes through and freaks you out like a, sure. shaman, a shaman or something sure. shows sure. up and you don't, you know, don't relate to that culture. So it terrifies <laughs> your prejudices a little bit, but like, you know, like if somebody was interested in this and trying to get over their fears, how would you talk to them and be like, this is what I recommend, like how to, how you could approach this and ha- I mean, that's different than how this is all connected, but it really is all connected. And is. people need to feel safe to approach this from their own yes, point and of
3: we've view. We've even tried to explain things like this to, to younger people, to children and things like that. And what we always tell them is whatever you believe in. No matter what you believe in, if you believe in that, a, like Cody says, a jug of milk is gonna protect you. You believe in that wholeheartedly, whether you know another person thinks that's right or wrong. You believe in it, and you use it, and you put this protection around you using what you believe in. Your intention is is the power to protect you in anything. So we go into it with an intention that only good is allowed to come into our space and communicate with us, and it works. So that's if somebody's ever scared about it, you know, we always tell them like, make sure that your intentions. Are out there you feel comfortable you feel respected
1: yeah and you know aside from what what satori and myself the technique that we've been doing um You know, I personally, I've been on hundreds of, literally hundreds of cases with with taps and and you know on my own with other groups and and um, you know I can count on one hand the times I've run into something that I would consider bad. I don't know if it would be you know demonic or whatever you want to call it. Most
2: of the time, it's just not Um, nice people. Yeah,
1: I think you retain your your same attitude on uh, you know that you have when you're alive and death. Um, But I will say that um, you know. When somebody who really isn't into this experiences something paranormal, right away you get scared and and you think it's bad and you perceive what's happening uh, in a negative way. I mean, we have no idea of the strength that they have if they're trying to reach out and maybe they push over a glass that's on your counter and that we perceive that as bad. You know, a glass just got pushed over on the counter. They're, they're trying to threaten us and stuff like that. But in reality, they're just trying to let you know that they're there. That's the energy um,
3: they had at the time. So
1: coming in and just kind of sharing our experiences and saying, listen, they might just be trying to say, hello, if this was something truly bad, uh, with, with researches and, and books that we've read and, and colleagues that we've talked to, there'd be other things happening that, that would be a telltale sign that this is something truly negative. Uh, and then once we just talk to them and, and, and say our experiences, um, they, they really calm down and, and kind of look at the situation in a totally different way.
0: You know, this is kind of the, the approach that I want to take with all of it. Cause you guys went into the conjuring house and have done this, right?
1: Yes, multiple times. Yeah.
0: Like in the conjuring house. When you say that to people, see the Hollywood and the media and the culture is that like and even the way that I was taught and raised in 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 my religion was you like, know. if you play with this stuff, you're gonna get possessed. Oh, yeah! some demon or Satan's minions is going to literally jump inside your body and you're going to be like the exorcist and you're going to be vomiting on the wall and writhing around and priests are going to have to come in and your whole life and psyche is going to be ruined. And that's literally the fear that was instilled in me with all of this, yeah. that I've had to peel back through meditation and, and uh, my friends and talking with you guys and stuff and sure. conversations to, to come to terms with all this, to realize this, these are like our loved ones, you know, that we're talking yeah. about here. Like if somebody, if you go in into a haunted place and something is acting like it's angry, it's probably like, cause you're standing in some dude's bedroom yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. messing around, you know, and he's annoyed at you and wants you to leave. And we don't mm-hmm. fathom that, you know, we're like, do it again, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So like,
1: yeah, I, I, we've done it. We've done it multiple times at the Conjuring House. And, you know, we're, we're friends with with, you know, uh, the surviving members of, of the original family and had plenty of conversations. And like I like I said, I think the living energy plays a big role in in what happened there as well. You had five um, adolescent females under the same roof. And we found at least with poltergeist activity and things like that, female energy, young female energy around that age. Uh, there's a spike in, in cases uh, in, with with uh, people, families involving, uh, girls around that age for some reason. Uh, maybe it's a hormonal thing. Um, who knows? What's funny
3: is the characteristics of spirits there too, because we've had good spirits come through and talk to us and been like, okay, well, there is some, some people here that are not nice people. You don't want to talk to those people. And we take their advice on that. We're like, okay. So we make sure that we don't, we don't ever talk to those people have
1: really, you know, tried to come through there. I mean, it's always been people, Hey, I'm, Jonathan, I'm uh, Michael and, and, you know, stuff like that, you know? So um, it's always been good interactions there. And I think, uh, I think what, what the original family at that house dealt with, I don't know if it'll ever happen again because you don't have that it's situation, storm. you know, you don't have that situation. I don't know.
0: This is a good question. And this is exactly what I want to hit head on with you guys. Cause I love you guys for this and what you sure. guys are, what you guys are doing. Well, I'm trying to do, with ufology extraterrestrials the spirit realm all of this is interconnected in a way uh so then yeah so why does zach bagans go into almost everything like it's bad why does he go in there with with antagonizing an antagonizing approach is it because he's trying to get that reaction he's trying to get the angry response because it's Or what is your opinion on that?
3: No. First, before we say anything, we are not trashing Zach Bagans because (laughs) I I don't ever want to seem like I'm trashing another. I think
0: I would hang out with him and he'd be really cool to hang (laughs) out with. I don't
3: ever trash other paranormal investigators just because I don't ever want paranormal drama. So everybody does things a different way. Um, I don't. No. I mean, maybe it's just something that he's looking for. Maybe he's just looking for a response and that's the way he feels that he can get the best response. Do I agree with it personally? No. Um, I go about it completely different. I don't think you need to provoke anything to get a response. Um, If they want to talk, they want to talk at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, he he you know, everybody does it differently. And we've definitely met other investigators that approach it the same way with with, you know, straight off the bat provoking. And I think it's uh, those types of investigators that are just looking for some sort of response, whether it's good or bad, you're pissing something off or not, uh, mm-hmm. you know they're just trying to get a result. (laughs) I don't Um, do
3: it because at the end of the day, somebody's going to be there and be like, okay, finally, you want me to do something? I'll do something. And then you get scared when they actually do something and you push their buttons enough. I'm definitely not going to do that. (laughs)
1: Right. Right. (laughs) You know, we found that there's two types of investigators. There's the thrill seeker type of investigator or researcher and stuff like that. Or, or there's the real researcher that digs down deep into things, trying to help people and get answers for people. And, um, and if you're into this, you kind of fall into one of those two categories. And still fun i mean we still like the thrill of it and and going out and do it but we're on more of the side of trying to help people out and
3: know? i don't think the person asking the question was attacking either i think exactly. she said i no. like, i don't think you are i'm just saying because i i don't like ever because you know somebody will take something and run with it you know so right. i'm an honest person and
0: at the end of the day these kinds of fields of research and stuff and when you get into them there everybody is experimenting and and pioneering And every episode you see zach trying different things let's try this let's try that oh. let's do that And he's coming in an environment where just like you guys in a different way, Zach is going into a paranormal investigation world that has only ever been done this one particular way or Mm -hmm. it's been like done through the occult in this other way. And so he's going in and being like, let's just get it out and draw attention to the topic and get it mainstream. Mm -hmm. I I get it. And the shock value of keeping the views up and the eyes on it. But all of that stuff leads to, end up, uh, having people like you and other people that go out there and actually make this contact and have these experiences and it, it draws people into it. So I think it's actually really cool, but, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not interested in going and antagonizing things. Mm -hmm. I find that I'll go into a place. I feel drawn for some reason to places that seem to center around historical tragedy.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. And
0: I feel drawn to these places and I'll go uh, do spiritual meditations and work a lot of times alone. Wonderful. And I feel like I get asked to teach a lot. I get, mm-hmm. I just sit and they want to watch how I meditate. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. like, I get this sense of presence. Like they want to learn almost like uh, someone who's in a dream that realizes they're lucid dreaming and they can't control themselves and they can't control the environment or wow. how they move. Mm-hmm. And because of the way that they died or something, they don't understand how to move, how to move on, how to control their emotions. Mm-hmm. And something about going to these places, it feels like there's an intent to, like, heal. Yeah. Uh, but I always come out of it, like you guys said, totally drained. drained. Sometimes I will get sick. I've come yep. home yep. from some and I've, like, passed blood for three days and thrown up and oh, all yeah. kinds of stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, have you guys experienced any of that? Like, even yep. when it goes well? Yes. When one.
3: we when we do what we can do, we get drained like a battery, and we have to give it time to let it go back up again. Cody feels strange. It's his... very
1: similar. Like uh, the only way I can describe it is like shin splint type feeling in my in my thighs. And then um, I
3: feel a pain in my head, which is completely different too. Yeah,
1: thighs and ankle area. Uh, and yeah, you know, sometimes we both get headaches. We had nosebleeds one time. We did get nosebleeds um, once, but
3: that was doing it for hours and hours and hours straight without a break.
1: Yeah, uh, it all depends on how much how much we do it on on the effects that we feel afterwards but usually there's always something uh that wavy like standing on a ship type feeling um uh yeah it's different it's different but definitely some side effects from doing it
3: that's uh, why i believe what you say 110 because yeah it's, yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely
0: okay yeah that's why i asked you because like i've gone when i've gone to some of these like petroglyph sites and i'll yeah. do certain meditations or like places of tragedy i made the mistake of going to like two or three in a row because i was like filming videos and stuff you know documenting my investigating but i always put the cameras away and i spend like a few hours up there just alone you know and do stuff (laughs) and i went like two three days in a row and i got so drained and so sick and it was not like from the hiking it wasn't even like hard hikes i took plenty of water nothing wrong yeah but some of it was just like good like it just uh you get great like almost a gradient out of this physical reality and i you feel like a couple of days or out especially hours on the hike out i'll feel like i'm like half in a dream oh Oh, yeah like out of sync with the third dimension almost like yeah um and i noticed that satori if i i'm gonna pull this back up again uh let's see oh what
3: What did i do
0: (laughs) (laughs) what did you do is it this one is this the long one or the short? This is the shorter one. Here we go. I just want to, at the end here. Oh, right. Yeah, <sighs> All right. <Holy>
2: <laughs> so John Rogers is looking for a market. Rogers. I think you're
3: she making fun of that. me yeah. tonight. <laughs> right? Doing that. Yeah, because it's i have No, I'm
0: do- I've done that. I've literally been walking off a hill or out of a hike, and I'm just like whoa and i'm like going like this like you know what i mean That's <laughs> so funny yeah yeah
3: he's picking on me tonight
0: totally get it though yeah <laughs> so do, are you guys able to have other people in the room ask the questions and get the yes. knocks and you guys just sort of like the beacon
3: yeah. We're just the, yeah. I guess the messenger, the sender thing. You're the, you guys can do all the work. It's like we're making you guys the psychics is what I, I guess you could put it as because we're not doing much. We're just bringing them to
1: you to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. You can full conversation. Yeah. It's
0: so fascinating. So hey, we've gone a little bit over an hour here. So what I want to do is go over into the comment section a little bit. We've got some really cool people cool. Uh, in the comments that are sharing some of their exp- experiences and have some interesting points. Uh, one of them is, has to do with the Ouija boards. Where do I see that one?
3: Uh-oh. Friends
0: next door have a Ouija board. Uh, that's when they kind of leave the room. What are your thoughts on things like that? Some people use, I mean, I was raised like, if you do a Ouija board, some you're going to be followed around by Poltergeist like, yeah. for the next week. You know. So what are your thoughts on things like that?
1: Well, I definitely don't think demons have a deal with Parker brothers or anything. Uh, So I definitely, I definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah.
1: Um, But, uh, but I don't think it's, it's the board itself or anything like that. I mean, you could write, the alphabet on a piece of you paper stole
3: what I was gonna say
1: well sorry <laughs> um I mean but if you look at it it's I mean, the intention right I mean what we're doing right now she's going through the alphabet saying it out loud we're
3: a human Ouija board with good intentions technically yeah
1: I mean it's all of what your what your intentions are uh a lot yeah. of people that go into this and just say all right we're gonna play with a Ouija board and it's gonna be fun your intentions are aren't even there. Uh, you're just out there, you know, opening up the door uh, to whatever to come through. Uh, is something bad going to happen? who knows? It's not definitely going to happen. There's a possibility it might happen. I mean, you have no idea who's going to come through. Is it going to be a, a demon? I have no idea. Uh, in my experience, it's extremely rare to come across something like that. But could it be a person with a bad attitude? Absolutely. It is all
3: intentions. I mean, the Ouija board was a dating game at one point, it wasn't is. it? It yes. was a dating game.
1: Uh, if you look at the original Ouija boards, it recommends that uh, a gentleman and a lady, a young lady, they sit knee to knee, and, uh, of course, back then when these were created, uh, touching, uh, you know, touching the other um, half, uh, another a person was was absolutely even just knees to knee was was unheard of. Uh, and you're supposed to place the board uh, in between both of you. So that's that's the whole reason why these things were made was made for for dating games and, and interest
3: yeah. it was just for fun. But, yeah, it's intention.
1: It's all intention. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, I think that there's a there was like a cultural era. That and and media movement that might have intentionally just blanketed over all this stuff and made it come across on TV and taught Mm -hmm. in church and everything like this stuff was demon possessed and poltergeist based. Mm -hmm. And it's really like it's not it's just not, you know, and as soon as I overcame that fear by realizing, okay, like so many things that I taught growing up have just turned out to be completely wrong. So what about all this, too? You know, mm-hmm. and it's been completely wrong so much of what I've been told and taught that these things that I've been told were evil and wrong or are going to end up possessed or full of poltergeists in your mm-hmm. house. And the truth is what I end up doing is having to dream about my dad mm-hmm. or having an experience and a memory and smelling like his cigarette smoke from when I was a kid in the room and feeling his presence. Like I've never the only time I've gotten scared is just when I freaked myself out because yeah. it, because it's gotten real, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It's gotten yep. real real quick. So yeah, so any questions you guys are seeing over there you want to tackle or comments, let's see. Um
3: I let's... see a um somebody at the bottom, yeah. Uh
0: how do you feel about other things such as pendulums and dowsing? Says Lara.
3: I love pendulums and dowsing rods. Um, pendulums, I use them myself. I believe it's all energy and things like that. And if you have good intentions, again, good intentions will come to you. Um, dowsing rods, I mean, dowsing was used to find water originally. Um, it wasn't necessarily used for spiritual until somebody made it into a spiritual item. So if you go in with the good intentions, supposedly, yes, you will get good. I think if you use anything with negative intentions, don't be surprised when something negative happens to you um it's all intention yeah
1: i just i just drove by a construction site not too long ago where a guy was dowsing for water i mean it, they're they're still using that today um so that that's um that's interesting so um i definitely think there is something something to it uh, for sure if it's done correctly Absolutely. But yeah, pendulums and and stuff like that is definitely Satori's thing for sure. It
0: it seems like, like we were talking about at the beginning, it doesn't matter if you feel like even, you know, drinking a glass of milk before you go in gives you some sort of protection, even if it's Mm -hmm. a a placebo. Yeah. And the experiment is, it might in the end, even the wrist holding might, you guys might realize that the connection, you know, as you, evolve into this and develop it and stuff is has totally to do with that intention and the purpose and the mindset you know mm-hmm. uh, unlocking and some of those uh things fall apart as you develop this and stuff it's really yes. interesting um as you go along uh yeah. let's see have you tried the plasma box
1: um
3: no but if somebody Yeah asks. what is
0: a is the plasma box uh, do you guys know what that is <laughs>
3: Wait, have we isn't that uh... the electric i've ball. heard
0: of ones that like you know emit energy or they I, I, i've seen ones where pump? they
1: yeah i've i've seen like an emm pump where it where it, 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 it emits or is the plasma
3: box one of the spirit boxes that are now being used nowadays
0: there's it's a like... lot of different spirit boxes i see now and i don't even know what half of them
3: anybody wants to use while i've we're heard of the phasma
1: box plasma. maybe maybe that's what she means i've heard uh, of plasma box which is which is a type of spirit box and my good friend, Dustin Perry, that's all he uses. So he's gotten some interesting stuff with that. Um, we haven't really worked with with spirit boxes and stuff that much, um, mm-hmm. but we know people that get great, great results with them some strange
3: um, consistent answers yeah. to what we're
1: doing i saw a comment from dead air full spectrum so that um <laughs> cody is the internet and stories and yeah so um so they're a uh so dead air full spectrum that is the uh channel that um that Those just clips did, came from yeah oh and, yeah nice yeah de- if you want to see more about this after this interview definitely check out that channel and and um there's some more clips on there and stuff and and uh we talk more about it too so definitely
2: yeah. I
0: uh, Let's see. We'll go back over here. And uh, honestly, like we've uh, it's such a simple thing. You guys like how you guys have discovered this just naturally through meeting each other in your relationship and having similar intentions. Yeah. When yeah. You went into it together and then harnessing the masculine and the feminine energy of the two of you and the relationship uh, coming together. Just Mm -hmm. has amplified that, and your intentions being positive and healing in the environment just opens that, lifts that veil, so to Mm -hmm. speak, in a way in the environment. And this is—it's been right under our noses this whole time. Everybody approaching this in so many different elaborate ways, and in the end, it's like it comes back to love and interpersonal connection.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. Yes, it comes down to family and that, uh, and the heart, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: It's so 100%. amazing. Okay. So here's one big last question. Sure. <laughs> this is, a, this is a fun. I want to hear how Cody tells the story. Okay. I don't know. Hey, Carl, how did you meet Corey and Satori? <laughs> uh, well, how did I'm we gonna... meet Corey? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so what happened was, uh, of course your youtube channel um <laughs> i remember watching geez when you guys lived in maine um oh no
0: was then, that when it was when i was doing richard videos
1: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i and
0: was doing you, comedy skits back then
1: you were still living in maine and um i forget how i came across your channel um but i remember when i was when i was in the hospital i used to watch all of all of your. Uh, your videos and to pass time and stuff like that. And then I just reached out one day and, and to my surprise, uh, you, you, you reached back and, uh, and we just, you know, kept in touch ever since. And, uh, especially when you started getting into the whole spiritual stuff and, and metaphysical things. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. This is right. awesome. Um, and Cody, uh, we were, you were,
0: you were like really sick for a while, weren't you? When you yeah. first, you know, like you watched a lot of videos cause you were stuck in the hospital bed.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I that's remember. what we used to watch was YouTube and stuff. Yeah, that was um, I was uh, sick from uh, I was diagnosed in October of 2011, and then um, mm-hmm. I was in and out of the hospital. geez, for like I want to say five years. So um, until like 2015,
3: um, and he's good ever since. Good cancer yeah. wow. survivor. There but you go. Yeah,
0: your family was definitely very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I got this email. It was one of those. It was honestly, I'll tell you this much. It was honestly a moment where you know, you like, I have always loved making videos, but you have moments where you wonder what you're doing. If sure. why, if what you're doing matters at all. And I get this email from this kid that says he's been stuck in the hospital for long time. yeah, And that our videos were like a window to the outside world for him to yeah. experience like what a good family was like. And that touched me. I was, uh, a lot yeah. and I was like man that's why i'm doing this uh, and messages like that have what have like kept me going and so it's so cool that you guys are like have that connection and you guys have a relationship and you're out doing what you love and making videos and and living up to all that it's so cool Tom's you guys, purple. it does, yeah, and I can't wait. One of these times, you guys got to come out here because I've got so many like crazy spots I want to take you. Absolutely. And um, as soon as I get moved and settled into my new place, I want to come out where you guys are at and, and check all this out too. So,
1: welcome anytime.
0: So cool. So where can everybody find you guys? Everybody's begging to find where your YouTube channel is because obviously you guys are on to something. You guys are making contact and this could turn into something where people want to come and even do it with you. So how can they find you guys and follow you
3: yes so on all social medias the paranormal couple or paranormal couple easy to find us um somebody actually just commented our website recently on in the comments um we do have a website you can get in touch with us that way and all of our events we are going to start our youtube channel up i think we really want to start a youtube channel to kind of like document and just kind of like yeah show people right more. yeah
1: yeah we've been really big on 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 tiktok uh if you're into the museum type stuff the paranormal couples haunted museum on facebook um Definitely check that out, and uh, the new season of Ghost Hunters starts on January first. Uh, on and we're on new the Year's second Day.
3: episode. I know. Um, on the eighth.
1: Yes, on uh, January eighth. I know our episode uh, is airing, and um, um, you may see some of the stuff we were talking about tonight. You can't make any promises, but you might. <laughs>
0: So stay tuned. That means I can say you're probably going to see cool stuff. So go and I check it. There's going to be a bunch of really cool stuff where they actually <laughs> get evidence of spirits. I can say that because I'm not right. an NDA. Yep. That's true. Yeah, You guys should tune in. You guys should yep. tune in. You guys, this has been super awesome. Cody and Satori, you guys are going to leave here and in a, a month or two or whatever, when we get back together, you're probably going to have a bunch more cool stuff. I hope mm-hmm. you film it. Uh, I hope you keep experimenting and toying with the different variables of it to try and amplify it and stuff. And mm-hmm. man, I have a million ideas that pop in my head all the time. I love to shoot your way with it. Too, oh, so. absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. absolutely. Thanks thank you guys you. so much. And everybody who is really awesome joining us over in the comments and with your questions and everything. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Yes, uh, thank you. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.